I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. You might have noticed yesterday we uploaded uh, some new content that we haven't really done before and it was sort of centred around the four teams that are left in the final series. Uh, we didn't really give it any ex- explanation of what they were, but it was sort of uh, a couple of pitches in a certain format that sort of took you through time and uh, of, a, of each of these teams. And what I tried to do in one, two, three, four, five, Four photos. I tried to take you through the history of that team um, and, you know, their premiership successes or just key moments that really sum them up. And, you know, what? I found it a lot more difficult than what I thought when I decided to do this. Uh, but I thought I'd just go through and explain sort of the pictures that I selected for each of these. So you can go to my Instagram and see all these uh, and get a little idea of my mindset of how I went through it and how I selected them and how I decided to tell the story of each team. Now, thankfully, uh, across these four teams, the stories are sort of told, you know, over the last... 30, 40 years. Uh, obviously, the Broncos came in in 1988. The Penrith Panthers way before that, but sort of only became relevant in the early 90s. The Wars came in 1995. So uh, Melbourne Storm, obviously, 98. So uh, it was it was four really good teams to tell the story of. You know, if we would have had South Sydney or the Roosters, for example, we're going back 100, you know, 10-odd years or whatever the hell it is. So that would have been really difficult. So I thought these four teams was a really good concept to do. And I'm just going to go through and explain it in the order that I posted them. So the first one I posted was the Brisbane Broncos. And, of course, the first image I posted was Kevy Walters and Alan Langer with the Winfield Cup. And uh, I thought this was a good picture just to sum up 92 and 93. Their first premierships uh, obviously went back-to-back. They were the you know the, they were the last team to go back-to-back for quite some time, the Brisbane Broncos. And you've got to remember, they came in in 88. So it was only you know, their fifth and sixth year or fourth and fifth or whatever the hell it is, year of existence. So to go back-to-back like that, pretty bloody incredible. So pretty impressive. And when you go back and look at the 88 side, it is very, very different to the 
the team that won in 1992. So a lot of transition, a lot of change there. So I just thought we had to represent that early history of the Brisbane Broncos. The next image I had there was Alan Langer once again, uh, but this one was an image of the Super League. And obviously, you know, a lot happened in rugby league during this period. And, you know, I do find it sort of interesting that when we look back at the history of the game and whatnot, you know, I like... Like, if you said, you know, Andrew Johns has won one premiership, people would go, oh, hold on, hold on, he's won two, remember, not 2001 and 97, which, you know, I don't think anyone pushed back on. But quite often, you know, people don't include the Brisbane Broncos and their Super League trophy, and I know it wasn't the NRL, I get that. Uh, but I do feel a little bit sorry for some of those Broncos players and whatnot, that quite often people don't count that uh, as a premiership. Obviously, you know, they played in that competition, they were the best team, obviously a bit controversial and all that, and I understand that. Uh, but I thought it was important to mention that, because obviously such an important part of our game, and the Broncos, they were so integral uh, in the Super League and whatnot. Um, and look, obviously the Broncos, you know, the the, the the NRL got together in 98, they obviously won more comps there, but I thought the two 2001 uh, was a really interesting one. Obviously, Kevin Walters, his last game. Alf wasn't in that one. So, a bit of a changing of the guard sort of uh, period there. You know, Lottie Terry, Wendell Saylor, the, the, these sort of guys and whatnot. Uh, so, I thought the next photo, the 2000 grand final, in particular, Kevin Walters. Um, he'd been in every single premiership before then. That was obviously his last one. So, pretty special stuff there. And obviously, Kevin, now the head coach of the Brisbane Broncos, trying to take them to the promised land. The fourth photo that I selected was, of course, the 2006 Grand Final, the last time the Brisbane Broncos won a premiership, uh, which included Darren Lockyer and Shane Webke. Uh, obviously, Lockyer kicked the field goal in that game, and that was actually Shane Webke's last game in the NRL and went out a champion, as Webby deserved to do so. So, pretty special moments there. Uh, moments that are unlucky not to make it from the Broncos, to be honest with you, and I know it was a, downs, a, a down period and whatnot, but I really did think the 2015 Grand Final should have got a feature. I just I couldn't possibly put it above some of their other premiership successes there. Uh, but I do think, obviously, 2015, in my opinion, it's probably the biggest grand final of all time, the wildest grand final of all time. The Broncos, you know, they're up by four points with eight seconds left on the clock, and they managed to lose a grand final. So, brutal. I don't think... Uh, a team will lose a grand final in more heartbreaking circumstances, you could argue. Uh, obviously, the Manly Seagulls in the 97 grand final. But for me, uh, I think that Broncos heartbreak, uh, that one's bigger there, to be honest with you, I think. Especially, you know, when you missed the golf and silent, went to extra time, the Benny Hunt situation. Uh, a lot that goes into that. So that's probably the moment there I would have loved to include. Uh, but yeah, I think the ones that I've selected there, obviously the 92, 93 going back to back, the Super League Premiership, the 2000 Premiership, obviously during the Olympic year where they played the Roosters and really gave it to them. And then, of course, 2006, their last premiership. The image I chose uh, was the best image I had of current Broncos players. I think really sums them up well. Had a Reese Walsh sort of on top, on top celebrating for me. Sort of represents sort of player that Reese Walsh is, the flair that he plays with. I love that. And, of course, I wanted to have Adam Reynolds in the picture as well. So really happy with how that Broncos one turned out. A little bit of an explanation as to my thinking when it comes to that. Now, the next one we did was the New Zealand Warriors, which I really enjoyed. And I found this one really difficult. Now, obviously, with the Broncos, every single pitcher was a premiership victory. The Warriors, very different. They haven't won a premiership yet. They've featured in a couple of grand finals and whatnot. Uh, and yeah, this is really fun. So I thought, you know, my first pitcher here for the Warriors, obviously it was the first time we'd had an NRL team that was outside of Australia. So a huge thing when they came into the comp back in 1995. Picture of Phil Blake there. Obviously Brandy, Phil Blake, these sort of guys. The jerseys are unreal. Those images of when they first started, just fucking incredible. So I thought that was, you know, the most important thing to label there. Now, between 
between 95 and then, you know, 2002, really not a heap to touch on, to be completely honest with you. But then, of course, in 2002, they have a fantastic season. They beat the Sharkies in the prelim final. They go all the way to the 2002 NRL Grand Final, taking on the Sydney Roosters in that one. Unfortunately... They did get beat in that game. Uh, Stacey Jones scored a sensational try in that game. Uh, but then the moment that really turned that grand final was the Richard Villasanti hit on Brad Fittler, and it just sent the Roosters to another level. The image I've got there, I would have loved to have had one of Stacey Jones. I would have loved to have had one of uh, Ali Lawatiti. But for me, this image of Clinton Torpy that I've got there, I just love the passion. I love the passion in this image. I love that jersey the Warriors had, and I just thought it was perfect. It sort of it it embodies the flair that the Warriors were playing with at that stage. I, as I said, I had pictures of Stacey. I had pictures of Ali, but I don't know. I just felt this image of Clinton Torby just embodied it perfectly. Uh, we then fast forward another ten years. Not a stack happening there. I did consider a picture of Michael Witt there. Obviously, two thousand eight, a big moment. But you can't possibly ignore what happened in two thousand eleven. The Warriors going all the way to the grand final, and you know could have picked a grand final photo of you know them being you know beside themselves upset on grand final day and whatnot after manly you know beat them on that day but for me i look back and i just think fuck what a final series that was for the warriors and what an experience it was for all of us uh games against the melbourne storm resto goes under under then he gets outside of cooper cronk leaves him for dead offloads to louis brown for him to score and the game against the tigers where they wore this very unique uh, New Zealand Warriors jersey, sort of like an Anzac sort of vibe that I absolutely loved. And that, that image of a young SJ, I just thought that was perfect. So that was my big image there. Uh, and then my final image for the Warriors, before we get to the modern day Warrior, uh, was Roger Tuovasashek. I thought the next biggest moment for this franchise was when Roger won the Dalian medal. I think he's the first Warrior to ever win it. Pretty special stuff there. We might get a second Warrior this year to win it with Sean Johnson. But when Roger won that, very, very special. A huge moment in New Zealand Rugby League history and New Zealand Warriors history as well. Of course, Roger would leave soon after, uh, but he is returning in 2024. So very, very exciting. Obviously a team that hasn't won a premiership yet. So the key moments are all a little bit different, uh, but I don't think you can ignore their first Dalian medal. I don't think you can ignore their two grand finals. I don't think you can ignore uh, you know the NRL expanding to another country for the first time. Now the Monday image that I selected... I went with Torhu Harris. Uh, I looked at SJ, I looked at AFB, and I just thought, you know what, Torhu, he just embodies everything that is the New Zealand Warriors. And, you know, I, I thought it was also a nod to a number of guys that have come before him that have done a very similar job. Guys, I'm talking about Monty Beetham. I'm talking about Ruben Wicking. I'm talking about Steve Price. I'm, of course, talking about Simon Mannering. Uh, there's been a number of guys that have just been too tough for their own good that have worn that New Zealand Warriors jersey with so much pride. And Torhu Harris, he's carried that legacy on. If you want someone to really embody what the Warriors are about. For me, it's Torhu Harris. Obviously, we talk about the flair and everything, but you look at the way they've played this year. They've played fucking tough, and he has been the key to everything. And whilst he might not have the huge highlights, he's one of the most skilled players in this competition, Torhu Harris. So for me, he just embodies everything that is the New Zealand Warriors. A huge amount of touches last week. I think he got upward of 40 touches, which was about the same as the fullback and the 5'8". So just shows you how important he is to this side. So the New Zealand Warriors there was very, very happy with the images I got to 
represent that franchise. But I am more than happy to hear from you guys if you think there's something key that I forgot. The one that stood out to me that I didn't have there was probably the Michael Witt moment. Uh, I think it was 2008, finals week one, 1v8. They managed to go down to Melbourne. Uh, Olympic Park, I think it was then, and knock over the Melbourne Storm. And, of course, Michael Witt standing in the in goals doing his Lion King impersonation. Uh, sensational. So let me know, Waz fans, if there's any key moments that I missed, please let me know. I considered SJ returning, but I already have one of SJ. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I was thinking with the Warriors one. Let's move to the Melbourne Storm. Honestly, I think this one was the hardest one. Now, the Melbourne Storm, they've obviously got a rich history, uh, but it is a bit of a dark history as well. There's no hiding away from that, um, and, and we'll get into that. But my first image, it had to be the 1999 Grand Final. And for me, obviously, Glenn Lazarus, he's a big poster boy. Uh, Talrira Nikau, obviously a big poster boy there. But for me, I think sometimes we forget about Brett Kamali, and he was the guy that I chose there. I think we forget sometimes that Brett Kamali was a premiership winner uh, in Melbourne, a club that existed for two years in the rugby league desert. It was just... We were so nervous whether it was going to work down there, how it was going to play out. And here's Brett Kamali. You know, he's he's up there in Newcastle. He's playing for the Hunter Mariners. He's stuck behind Andrew and Matty Johns. Makes the decision to go down to the Melbourne Storm with his mate, Scotty Hill. Not only does he win a premiership, he picks up the Clive Churchill medal. And I think that when we talk about Brett Kamali, I hear a lot of people t- talk about BK and his career and whatnot, and they always want to bring up the origin intercept and everything, uh, which was obviously, you know, a, a low point for Brett Kamali. But I think quite often we forget, you know, he's a Clive Churchill medalist. He's a premiership winner. He kept Joey out of playing halfback for the Kangaroos and for the New South Wales Blues. He was a sensational player, Brett Kimmel. And if you talk to, I remember talking to Jamie Soward earlier in the year and talking about, you know, the some of the best kickers of all time. Brett Kamali right up there. Uh, Sowie made a really good point. He was talking, explaining to uh, the audience what kicking lanes are. And for me, I always remember Brett Kamali was just the absolute king of it. And Jamie sort of pointed that out as well. So Brett Kamali, Glenn Lazarus, those sort of guys, Chrissy Anderson, what they did in 1999, it is just simple incredible and I think we sort of sleep on how amazing that was because the Melbourne Storm have had so much success since then but that premiership is a very very special one so there was no doubt whatsoever it had to get a feature in this and I think it's one of the most slept on premierships in NRL history and of course uh, you know it had controversy as well the penalty try at the back end of the game so pretty special stuff there my next image I considered 2006 Grand Final. They obviously lost out to the Brisbane Broncos. Felt like a bit of a changing of the guard sort of moment there with the Melbourne Storm. You've got to lose one to win one. They got really hurt. Then they came back. I decided to go for 2007. Now, the other controversial thing is, of course, they had that premiership taken off them. So you do need to keep that in mind 100%. Um, so, yeah. But I thought 2007, their first premiership victory, their first Grand Final victory, uh, say what you will, but I, I thought that was worth noting there. Then the next three, so fucking difficult. Uh, so hard to work out how you tell the story of the Melbourne Storm in four photos, essentially. Um, obviously, 2012 is a, a huge moment for me, in my opinion. Uh, the Melbourne Storm, they obviously come out of the salary cap drama, uh, and they managed to win that premiership with, you know, the big three and a heap of other guys that they sort of picked and, and, and prodded from all over the place. But I thought 2012 such a special moment. I really, really, really wanted to have it in there. I think it's one of the games of Cooper Cronk's career as well. He obviously won a Clive that day. Very impressive. The other photo that I seriously considered is the boys walking across the training field the day the salary cap drama broke. So they were two images I seriously considered, but they probably just missed out. I ended up deciding to go for the 2017 one, and I just thought this was such a special moment in the history of the Melbourne Storm. It, of course, was the last time the big three played together. Cooper Cronk made a move after the 27 grand, 2017 grand final. Um, they obviously lost the year before in 2016, so heartbreak there. They come back the year later. Billy Slater obviously won 
won the Clive Churchill medal. He's come back from injury. There was just so much of a storyline in this, and I sort of felt like it was a bit of an end-of-the-line moment for the Melbourne Storm. As far as the big three, they'd been so dominant for so long. So whether you wanted that one there, you wanted the salary cap picture, or you wanted the 2012 Premiership, I could honestly... You could make a fair argument for any three of those, but that's the one that I went for, the 2017 Grand Final, because I feel like it's a very special moment in rugby league when these three, you know, Cooper Cronk's last game, um, very, very, very special stuff there. Billy Slater obviously returning from injury and whatnot. Uh, yeah, very, very unique. Uh, the next image that I chose, the fourth one that I chose, was an image of Ryan Pappenhausen. Um, and for me... Ryan Pappenhausen winning the Clive Churchill medal in 2020, it signified a lot of things. Obviously, it was a real changing of the guard. Uh, You know, you have a look at that spine. Jerome Hughes, Cam Munster, Ryan Pappenhausen, Cam Smith, obviously his last game. I I seriously considered a picture of Cam Smith in that one, but he'd already already featured in a few, so I thought, you know, fair, fair. Ryan Pappenhausen, the Clive Churchill medalist. I thought it sort of signified the 2020 grand final. They managed to send Smithy out on the right terms, and it was sort of a changing of the guard moment once again where, okay, guys, this is your side. Now you lead us into the future. Me, Billy, Coop, we've done everything we possibly can. It's up to you guys now. So pretty cool stuff there. Ryan Pappenhausen and Clive Churchill medalist. Obviously things have gone downhill a little bit with him injury-wise since then. But a pretty special moment in rugby league history there. Uh, The picture that I chose for today... I considered Cam Munster. I considered Husey, these sort of guys. Harry Grant, though, obviously they've had the greatest hooker of all time. He's got the biggest shoes of all time to fill Harry Grant, and I do think he is going to do a tremendous job over the next few years, and I feel like the Melbourne Storm are to win premierships. He is going to be at the forefront of it. Cameron uh, Cameron Murray. Cameron Munster, obviously a guy that I could have had there. I ended up going for Harry Grant. I sort of just feel like... Um, He's just such a special talent that I wanted to have him there. But if you had Cam Munster there, I could completely understand uh, either way. I actually I went through all my good images in the Melbourne Storm, see if I had one of Harry Grant and Cam Munster, and I just didn't feel like I had the right one. So went for Harry Grant there. But once again, could have had Cam Munster. Could have had a few guys from that side. Um, all right, our last one was the Penny Panthers, who obviously you know came into the comp quite some time ago, uh, tasted premiership sex success for the first time in the 90s. They lost the 1990 Grand Final to the Canberra Raiders. They returned in 1991, obviously knocking over the Raiders in that one. And that was the first image I chose. Big MG and Johnny Cartwright, two just tough hombres. Two tough hombres that both had attacking flair to them as well. Johnny Cartwright, one of the most underrated offloads of all time. He was so far before his time, it was not even funny. And MG, tough as nails, a fucking lunatic. He could win you a game, he could lose you a game. He did his best to lose the 1991 Grand Final, then he did his absolute best to win it, and he certainly did. Obviously, the try off the short dropout that he set up for Roycey Simmons, tremendous stuff. Roy Simmons, unlucky not to get a picture here. Guys like Brad Fittler, I also considered as well, had a cracking picture of Freddie, but I just thought MG... And Johnny Cartwright, for me, I just thought it was a perfect photo. Greg Alexander, another one, unlucky not to get a feature. Uh, but, yeah, this one just stood out for me. I love this image. It's such a good photo of the Winfield Cup and whatnot. So, Penrith Panthers, we start in 1991. Gus Gould would have been a good image as well. Uh, we then moved to 2003, and it is a slightly smaller image, but... I just think with the Penrith Panthers' success recently, um, that sort of had to dominate some of the big photos here. And obviously, the 2003 Premiership, one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely out of the blue. No one could have possibly predicted it. Uh, incredible stuff. So that picture, and you know, the guy that I will always remember for that grand final, there's obviously a number of stars there, a young Luke Lewis, a Luke Rooney. Luke Prittis, I thought he had one of the best grand final appearances of all time in that game. He took home the Clive. Craig Gower, Preston Campbell, you know, Reese Wester, the list goes on and on and on. But 
for me, I'll always remember it for that tackle. And I was lucky enough to be there that night to watch Scotty Sattler. I've also been lucky enough to interview Scotty Sattler a few times and talk about that moment. It really was incredible. So that picture of Scotty Sattler had to get a feature for me. Now, the last two images... We jump from 2003 to 2021, so we leave a lot of time out there, a lot of champion players for the Penrith Panthers. They obviously had, I think it was the 2011 season, they finished second on the ladder. They've had a couple of good cracks over the years. The Jamie Soward era, I think they got to a prelim in that game, in that series as well. Uh, a lot of impressive things, but for me, I just think you get to 2020, you know, obviously 2020, they lose the grand final. I consider chucking that photo in there because I think that has fueled the Penrith Panthers quite a bit. But I decided to focus on the positives, and I, my first picture comes from the 2021 Grand Final celebrations. And, you know, the two players I chose, Brian To'o and Stephen Crichton, I just think these two, they just embody so much of what the Penrith Panthers are. They are tough. They are, they, but they're fun. They enjoy their footy and they just love where they're from. They're two Penrith Panthers local juniors who have just come the hard way through, who have got immense talent, but they work fucking hard and they play tougher than anyone. So I thought these two in this image really embodied it. Back at uh, Penrith Panthers home ground there, Bluebet Stadium, celebrating that. Just an incredible photo that I love. Two very good mates. I, I've always really liked this photo. So you can see Viliami Kiko in the background as well. One of those boys as well. Uh, just sensational. So Brian and Stephen Crichton there. The last image. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I wanted to pick one of the Clive Churchill medalists. Uh, obviously, you have Nathan Cleary and you have uh, Dylan Edwards. I thought that because of what the Penrith Panthers you know, could be about to achieve, and I think Nate's going to be at the forefront of that. I think he is going to be the guy for quite some time. I decided to give Dylan Edwards his moment, obviously taking home the Clive Churchill medal last year. An incredible effort. A, you know, a fullback that is just coming through in an absolute golden era of fullbacks. But at the end of the day, who's the guy that's making a grand final every year? Who's the guy that's winning back-to-back premierships? Who's the guy that when you take him out of the Panther system, they look completely different. It's the best system in rugby league. It is Dylan Edwards. So I thought he well and truly deserved that spot. The last photo, the brains trust of this footy side. Uh, Nathan Cleary and Isaiah Yo lifting uh, the JJ Gilson and Shield for the minor premiership, which I think just represents uh, the Penrith Panthers right now and who runs this team. And, you know, they might go to origin and they might not be able to go to the same level. So be it. But at club level, my God, these two, they are just fucking incredible. And they're going to lead this team for a very, very long time. Images that were unlucky not to make it for the Penrith Panthers. Um, I'll tell you what, there was there was an image that I considered that I'm not sure how it would have hit with all of you. I'm not sure if you all would have appreciated it. But I had a very good image of Jerome Luai when he won the 2015 Toyota Cup Grand Final. number of guys are in that team with him that are obviously now in the first grade side that's winning premierships and whatnot. So I seriously considered that image. I took it out at the last minute and went for the Stephen Crichton, Brian To'o photo. Just wasn't sure how it would land, but it was something that I considered. And for me, it sort of represents how the Penrith Panthers have brought all these kids through the grades. 
grades. Uh, they've taken them from, you know, Harold Matz to SG Ball to Toyota Cup to, to New South Wales Cup uh, all the way through. And, yeah, it's just been very, very impressive how they've gone about it. So I thought that would have been a nice image to represent that. You've got to look at Jerome Luai. Uh, in the last, you know, seven years or whatever it is, he won a Toyota Cup premiership with the Panthers. He won a New South Wales Cup premiership with the Panthers. He's lost a grand final with the Panthers, and he's won back-to-back premierships with the Panthers. So pretty incredible for Jerome Luai. And I think we really do sleep on how much of a good footballer he is and how he's just a winner. He's been a winner for quite some time, Jerome Luai. You might not like him, and that's fine. But as I've always said, you've got to respect the fucker. You just have to respect him because it's not like he talks shits and he carries on and then he doesn't back it up. Backs it up every single time. So shout out to Jerome Lewis. Seriously considered that photo, but did go in a slightly different direction. Uh, guys, you can have a look at all those images on my Instagram page. Go and have a look through them now. I've said them. Let me know if for one of those four teams you think I left out a key moment or I made a wrong decision somewhere. More than willing to hear them all and keen to hear your thoughts. We're trying to do more sort of content like this in grand final week. Might do sort of positions and how the positions have developed for these teams over the years. So really cool content there. Make sure you go check them out at Rugby League Guru on Instagram. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details.